Got something I need to share with uh, with the Friday Huddle team, and uh, well, just something you've uh, and I just, up in the last twenty five minutes. I just had a bit of a think about. Now okay. there, was, there was a story that came through, and I want to caution you about any nervous laughter. It's got people in this box in trouble in the past, yes. uh, Juddy. Yes. So it's just this is a story that I was genuinely upset about. Uh, it involves an, an assistant at McDonald's, a twenty one year old at McDonald's, and three imbeciles, mm. idiots, uh, scum of the earth, the lowest rent people involved in this and I'll be careful with those words because given the current regime Gil might throw me out of the stadium if I continue <laughs> down down that path but I want to play a story during the week and uh, it led me to think about something uh, in the past. Have a listen oh. to this uh, story from the week. It's a prank that's hard to watch. Out of the blue at 2am on Saturday Kimberly Friend is sprayed in the face with a fire extinguisher. It was just so fast and I, I realised because I inhaled it and I tasted it straight away and I was like this isn't you know, this is poison. Now, it, made, it made me think what sort of low-rent person <laughs> would fire a fire extinguisher well, you, you said face. scum. That's probably like fair enough. An imbecile, complete mind-numbing idiot yep. would do that. I mean, it's just yeah. dumb and act. Like, there's no joy at all in that. But I think I see it, where you're going. It has led me to think about uh, the top five from the 2002 <laughs> Australia versus Ireland International Rules Series <laughs> some 17 years ago. How? Right. I, I reckon you just, just got away with that, Dust. I was very, very nervous there. Just, I saw that news report during the week and think, I thought... Don't go there. Who would uh, potentially be uh, dumb enough to do that? Now, interestingly, I mean, a bit of a think about that. 17 years ago, uh, yeah. mm. there are four members of the Friday Huddle team who were in Ireland at the time. Really? Uh, an 18-year-old young young from Western Australia by the name of Chris Judd. Mm. A, uh, a young man, very good Gaelic football player, Nate yep. Brown. He was on that mm. trip. Uh, who A lot of surprise that um, Juddy was there as an 18-year-old. Nate, very, very capable around. I was at the peak of my power, so no surprise that <laughs> I was over there at that stage. But little known fact, Big Nose Producer was in oh. Ireland at that stage oh. working for Channel 9. So 17 years ago, if you look back and think what was going on at that time. Now, I could come up with the top 50 from that trip, <laughs> 45 of which aren't uh, appropriate for on air. But I want to start. So I met Chris Judd for the first time as an 18-year-old, the young, explosive kid mm. from uh, WA. Comes in to the side. Surprise selection sure. in the Australian team. He came packing something that will stay with me for the rest of my life. Now, before you dump me, I know he's capable of getting a very itchy tr- trigger finger. Don't dump me. I just said... He introduced me to the word Viagra. I'd never heard of it. I didn't understand. And, oh. I, and I'm going to leave it there, Damo. I'm not going to take it any further because no. there is a particular person whose name we won't mention, Stephen Milner, who gets Brad. particularly upset about that. But that's my number five. So can you imagine going on your first Australian rules trip, Howard? So that's a bit of a window. None of this was, none of this was proven, Howard. This is allegations at this stage. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, I, could, I could have got that wrong. It was a wild west, wasn't it? That's, uh, <laughs> so that's my number five moment that I can go to air with. You're on air, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> number four. So what happened to the tip rat? I don't remember any of that. <laughs> the, and we'll move on from there. Number four. the dumb button, Luke. Also revolves around <laughs> the man with uh, the bald head, who wasn't bald at that stage yet here. Now, he was selected in that side as a surprise selection. It was a captain's call from the coach, Gary Lyon, at mm. the time. So we played the first game at Croke Park. Australia win 107 to 100. Uh, great game. He received, I'm not sure if you remember this, one of the great spray, sprays I've ever heard in football. I do. do you remember it? I do. So I do remember. Gary Lyon at half time tore the paint off the wall and directed the whole lot at CJ. It was along the lines of, mate, I went out of my way to pick you in this team. You haven't touched a round ball in the field. You haven't even touched it. I've gone on 
out on the line for you. I can't believe you're the biggest disappointment Australia's ever had. It was almost to the point where you were like, wow, calm down. Which led me to think 17 years later, he's harboured a long, long grudge. And I'm wondering whether what he said the other week, have a listen to this, had something to do with 17 years ago. That's all right. Gary's entitled to his opinion. You won't be surprised. No, I don't look him as a shining light on how I should uh, act. So that's his call and, and so be it. Holds a grudge out, man. That's 17 <laughs> years <laughs> later he's squared up. He's squared up. Number three. And again, this is a little, just a little quick one on the way through. Late one night, Dublin at a bar about four o'clock in the morning. We had a travelling umpire with us. Again, we don't like to uh, to name names in this situation. No, uh, but you will. Often, but yeah. we will. I've forgotten his name. Scotty McLaren. Scotty McLaren. Oh. Uh, he pulled his pants down at four o'clock in the morning, uh, Howard, <laughs> and revealed his bare buttocks. And on it was a tattoo of the Australian uh, AFL logo and the two grand finals that he'd umpired. No. Oh, yes. That stayed with me for 17 years. So they're a different breed. They're a different breed, the umpiring. This is Eddie Danny. does. He's number three. That's Harry. number three. Yep. Now, this is where it goes a bit pear-shaped. Now, this is yep. where it, it completely went off the rails. We win the first game. In our wisdom, the Australian team decided to go to Goolway, west of Ireland, nice. for a bit of R&R. Turns out that town's got 80,000 people in it, one of the uh, nightlife centres of Europe, uh, Goolway. Ends up with three rather large nights. Now, I've uncovered this because we were away at the time. There was a news report of an incident that happened. I was there. I witnessed it. There was a lot of drama attached to it. Well, I'll start up by saying Nate Brown got home about four in the morning. <laughs> He'd had a couple. I was alongside him. He went to the counter of our hotel and said, I forgot my room key. And they said, sir, what's your name? He said, my name's Warren Tread, right? <laughs> I'll let Channel 9 News pick up the news story from 2000. And t- have a, you haven't heard this before, Brandy. This is 100%. Have a listen to Channel 9 News back in 2002. <laughs> Australia's first test triumph over the Irish at Croke Park has been tarnished by a bitter internal feud. Tony Jones with the latest. What's going on, TJ? Well, uh, Pete, good evening. It's quite bizarre, this one, really. As you know, the uh, AFL has the team over there at the moment. But from what we're hearing, and reports are pretty, you know, sort of uh, raw at this stage, is that Nathan Brown has been hauled before the Australian coach Gary Lyon and also the AFL boss Wayne Jackson, who's over there at the moment, because of reports about this late-night rampage that left Port Adelaide star Warren Treadray just a little shaken. Now, it's believed that Brown who may have been intoxicated, right? We can't confirm that, but it's a fair bet Brown was intoxicated, broke into this hotel room in Galway and, look, attacked Warren Treadray with a fire extinguisher. Uh, This all happened at about 4am. You'll recall Treadray wasn't selected in the first test and now, uh, because of the threat of foam poisoning, uh, faces a real uphill battle for the second test. So, look, it is a a very unsavoury incident. Uh, It's one that has tarnished the reputation of Australian sport and you would think that once uh, Gary Lyon hauls Nathan Brown before him, it'll be the end of Nathan Brown as far as an Australian player goes. So, Pete, that's the latest at the moment. Tony Jones, thank you for that. A very disturbing story indeed. <laughs> disturbing. Paul Treaders thought the IRA Strange, had uh, broken into his room. He was rooming with Josh Franco. Now, I, I was there. I, I'll admit I was a witness to this. You were trying but, to stop me. I, you, I, you, I, you, I, I heard you shouting, stop me. You handed me. You handed me This is your top five, I remember, Nate. I think you'll find that I've got the right. I remember. The, Foam poisoning. The noise Warren Treadray made will stay with me for the rest of my life. The guttural sound asleep. As the air got sucked out of the room, Treaders thought he was going to die. Poor old Josh Franco, who was just asleep doing, going about his business. One of the great blokes, Josh Franco. That was one of the worst acts I've ever seen on a uh, on a trip in my life. And how about this? So 
there's a bit of a furor because yes. the room's had some damage. And I said, Nate, just hand it over to me, okay? De- <laughs> deny till you die. Whatever you do, do oh, not say that's another Brian Taylor's theory. It was, it was <laughs> courageous. Uh, we get to training and uh, like the hierarchy come down. There's been an incident uh, last night. Brady goes, it was me. <laughs> he put himself in. And, uh, There's not a person alive who doesn't think Warren Fredray deserved that. Um, and that, that news <laughs> report, I played the second game and kicked seven. Howard, and uh, Warren Fredray deserved that because he went to Curly Austin, who was the team manager, and dogged people in for going out because he missed out in the first game and wanted a game in the second. <laughs> Fair to say Trent's... Horrendous uh, individual. Uh, uh, I lo- I, no, no, I love <laughs> Trent. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I love back. him too. I love Trent. He's got better. He, Take that back. <laughs> He's, He's got, got better <laughs> from... He hadn't enamoured himself with the team, Trent. That's, that's number two on the list. You've still got one to go. One to go, Howard. Wow. Now, now this uh, is a moment that... I still get letters from Ireland about this. I get a lot of uh, requests... To Come over back to Croke Park. I get uh, reenacted. They, they called us. You didn't play in two tests. You played. You're on the ground for one minute in two well, tests. Really? You're going to stay with that AFAC day? Well, or, I know where you're going with this. Let me go to the commentary. Uh, and right now, they call this the Gaelic goal of the century. <laughs> one of the finest moments in Irish sport, let alone Australian sport. I'll just let the commentary team pick up the rest. Simpson thumps it long up towards the goals. Darcy's there. Six points, Australia. Darcy was magnificent. The Australian ruckman from the Western Bulldogs scores the goal to put the Aussies back in the series. Just what was required. Magnificent play, Australia. And Darcy finds the net. Look at this. Up it goes. Eyes for the ball. And Darcy beats the keeper. Oh, great stuff, Australia. They call it Darcy's Paddock over there in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> they just said, clear the forward line out. Get Judd off. He's given nothing. You dropped the mark. The hack from WA. They put it up. They never see like a volleyball spike. No, you I rose it. above the pack, Howard. The video you can see streaming live now on... It flicked uh, your fingernails and went through for another Friday huddle. At Triple M Have a look. There's a behind-the-scenes doco on that if you need to go back. But the, the 30 top, for 30. Top five moments from the 2002 Irish uh, uh, tour. There it is. Go now the Friday. Oh. Tune in. Have a look at young Nate. He's got a bob. He's got a bob. Chris Judd with hair. You go to the uh, the website now. Outstanding uh, well Very, very nice version. Who's up next week? Got to be back to Nate, isn't it, I think? Yeah, I would have thought Nate O'Hara to be All back right. next week. Very nicely done. Right. Uh, what I'm sure we can go from that. <sighs> it was edgy. Foam poisoning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> first one got a little bit of an interesting reaction to. I was worried about that Johnny's first one. Disappeared. You did well to get your hands on a new story uh, from 17 years ago. Yeah, yeah. that, that took really a bit, well. of, re- yeah, bit yeah. of research. <laughs> that really fresh story. Deep yes. in the archive. Yeah. We hadn't heard that one before. He no. takes cash jobs too, TJ. <laughs> yeah.